Alright, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and normally with me is Craig, but actually I'm kind of giving him a vacation this week because he's old and he needs it, let's face it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He actually, um, we had a bit going on this week. We usually record earlier on in the week and uh, we were pushing it back, pushing it back. And I forgot something that I had uh, essentially promised to do with somebody. It conflicted with our time. I was just like, hey, this is the last time we can do our available. Craig said uh, that he wasn't going to be available. So this is a solo week here for me. So I do hope that you guys uh, do stick around and listen. Uh, I know nobody's really here to listen to Craig anyway. So this is really, this is going to be 100% the kind of quality information that you want to hear from the show anyways i know that's exactly how everybody feels but enough uh giving craig a hard time i know that we're both busy and got a lot of things going on and uh, actually that is the case with michigan football right now uh, a lot of things going on spring practice just wrapping up and so they are actually heading out on their trip today uh, i'm actually recording this here after 1 a.m. in the morning. So today, they are leaving for their trip to uh, France, similar to what they did last year, but uh, I guess that's a good place to start. A few things that are different, actually. They will not be practicing while they are on this trip abroad. So uh, a couple things that kind of impacts uh, is actually the cost. I know a lot of people were discussing that last year. On, oh my gosh, how, how much does this cost? Where does it come from? Blah, blah, blah. We're not going to really worry about that too much, but... Um, it's uh, not going to be as much as last year, we can say, because they're not hauling equipment and everything like that. Uh, I was interested in learning that and just found that out through some of the news that has come out. So uh, this is really straight up a student um, trip. This is not really an athletic trip because it's going to be educational. It's essentially going to be kind of study abroad, you know, visit sites see things, take tours, get cool experiences, uh, but no real practice. I don't know if they're going to be going to any sports facilities or anything while they're out there, uh, but this appears to be a real educational experience. Once again, a lot of people coming out and uh, speaking of their support of it, players remembering the great experiences that they had last year to this year. I do find it kind of interesting, and I do have to mention this because I don't know... I've noticed how all these little things line up for the beginning of next season, which I believe most of you are familiar with is going to be kicked off with Michigan playing against Notre Dame in a night game in South Bend. And so there have been little things that have happened that kind of stir the pot with what's going on with that rivalry being renewed here. And one was Michigan taking a Notre Dame recruit. Um, And then there was something else, I believe. But the thing here, too... I mean, this is minimal, but I find it kind of interesting. The Michigan football team will be uh, specifically over in Europe, and part of the thing that they're going to do is be visiting the Notre Dame Cathedral. So you just find them everywhere, and it's just kind of interesting. Not really making an impact or anything, but I figured I'd slip that a little bit of information in there on that. So, But they are leaving here Thursday uh, today, the 26th, I'm not sure exactly when they get back, but I can only imagine that it's going to be a great experience like last year. 
And so it will be interesting to hear and see some things about that. So uh, I can imagine that they're going to have great videos, great photos, and great stories to tell afterwards. Now, <clears throat> there are... This might be kind of an interesting episode because there's a lot of small things that we can talk about here. Nothing, no one major topic of conversation, I guess I would say. But the, uh, so I'm going to just be bouncing around a couple different things here. So uh, more things going on with Michigan football, actually, or Michigan football players, because not only will they leave, will they be leaving on the trip, but then other former Michigan football players will be looking forward to the draft that is taking place tonight as I know a lot of people are as they're looking towards the NFL, but the Michigan football players specifically. And there was some interesting information that came out this week regarding Michigan's top uh, draft prospect this year uh, being Mo Hurst. And uh, I wish I had the name. Uh, I was looking at earlier today. I forgot to write it down and forgot to save the information. But rumor is, and I'll believe it when I see it, but rumor is more NFL coaches... GMs, uh, managers, whatever, and teams are expressing more of a concern about Mulhurst's heart concern or issue that he was dealing with while he missed the uh, combine. And there is the rumor going around that he is expected to drop in the draft because of that. I actually doubt that will happen. I mean, maybe he'll drop a little bit, but they were saying a significant drop. So we'll see with that. I I don't know. I'm not completely sold on that. I'm not really a draft uh a draft junkie though. Uh should probably have asked uh my friend Brandon about that. He follows things up pretty well. But I, I don't think that it's gonna be as drastic as some people are putting out there. I think it's more I don't I don't know if I would label it as clickbait, but I think it's more of uh attention grabbing uh, draw, uh, throwing some drama there in the draft, you know, what's what's going to happen, what's going on. There's always something going on. There were people with crazy interviews saying nonsense in years past and uh, questionable quarterbacks for whatever reasons. And there's always some sort of drama coming up somewhere. So uh, I'll believe it when I see it. I think Mohurst will still go high. Uh, that's my belief there in that situation. And actually, sorry, to backtrack a little bit, um, I, I don't have the full list or anything, but uh, to go ahead and uh, put this in here, because I, f I forgot to mention this, I don't, I don't know if it, it doesn't really have a big implication, but uh, not all the players, uh, surprise, surprise, uh, there shouldn't be any surprise because it's known that not, a lot of, not all the players make it, but not all the team is going to be going to uh, France, different people, different reasons, uh, some of them for family. Um, but one of the, probably I'd say maybe the biggest name not going uh, to mention would be Karan Higdon. And actually, it's it's good stuff, so it's not anything that anybody needs to be worried about or anything. But he's going to actually be graduating. So he is uh, making a purpose to go ahead and be able to walk. And that is going to be going on here this weekend. So uh, he will not be traveling with the team. Which, you know, in those kind of situations, because I played sports, I mean high school sports, but we always did try to do something where it was a team building experience, you know, the team spending extra time together. And that's essentially what this is. And so you want as many people there as possible. And uh, I mean, almost anybody's gone through something like that at some point. I mean, whether it's work and it's coworker, um, 
I wouldn't even say retreat, but program or something. I've done uh, programs before too, where it's like maybe a day or maybe a week of afternoon sessions or something like that. You know, a, a, a lot of people have gone through that. And it, depending on the people, I guess you would say, depending on the people that you're doing it with, normally it works and normally it makes uh, can make quite the impact because the more time you spend together with people, the more you get to know them and more you build trust and things like that. So uh, there is that positive uh, impact from these things beyond the educational experience and things like that, and even without the uh, team practices. So I wanted to put that in there because I thought that was kind of important to mention. So, But, uh, but yeah, it is, uh, I don't know if you say a lot, a lot going on, but a lot of different things. So some things coming out of spring practice then, uh, worth mentioning. We're going to bring this up until it's done. I don't know if we'll bring it up every single week, but the whispers are growing louder or maybe uh, the voices are becoming larger in number where people are saying that the Shea Patterson case is almost done and there should be an announcement made. Uh, I've seen some things where people anticipate that might actually happen while they're on their trip overseas that something might come out. I I don't know. I mean, people have been saying all the time that, oh, it's going to be next week or it's going to be three weeks or I don't know. I mean, you know that it's got to be coming uh, closer and closer as more time passes, but could it be May? Could it be June? Uh, Nothing... The, the, I don't want to say the level of lameness, but the, uh, the frustration with the NCAA never shocks me. So who knows? We'll see. But on the subject of the quarterback situation, and everything, uh, I'm not sure if we mentioned this before, but, uh, every, each quarterback, uh, between, uh, Shea Patterson, McCaffrey, Peters, Milton, they all got uh, reps on the uh, first string <clears throat> at some point. And so they were able to get that experience. And <clears throat> the things that I've been hearing, and as I think most people have been hearing, of course, is that Shea Patterson is fantastic. A lot of things are looking great. Uh, but then kind of an interesting thing that is uh, coming up behind him is that Joe Milton is looking very good. So uh, we'll kind of see, and we know, and we saw it with, um, we saw it with the documentary, where Brandon Peters was, um, well, you, you got a really good insight into the quarterbacks, and honestly, looking at all of them, some of the things that you normally think of a quarterback, and some of the things that you see when uh, quarterbacks are mic'd up for like the NFL or something like that, you didn't really see with any of those three uh you know the the fire the intensity i would probably say the one that had it the most was maybe wilton spate but even then it was um rather minimal but you know the fire the intensity the the leadership and things like that so i'm uh leaning more to not being surprised if brandon peters even though he's going to be the one coming in with the experience uh playing with the michigan team if he's not uh, going to be starting this next year, I guess I, I don't want to dive into this conversation too far. 
and break down why I think the things are going to be in the starting lineup, but it would not surprise me. I'm very interested. I mean, Shea, with his experience and everything, it would seem to be the, uh, not standard, but it would seem to be uh, in his skill set to be able to do things like that and so maybe have more of a natural leadership. And I'm really interested to know about Joe Milton. I mean, because we don't really know much with what he's able to do and what his personality is, because that is the thing. I mean, uh, you know, to be a starter, to be uh, the start, the starting quarterback, to be a starter at any position in college football, uh, often, you know, there's that personality, but especially at the quarterback, because you are leading the offense. And uh, often everybody looks to you for leadership anyway. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that progresses. We missed out on seeing anything in spring the spring game which was very unfortunate we'll we'll be watching that and uh keeping our ears open as that moves forward as much as we are waiting to hear the final verdict on the shea patterson case which honestly i'm getting sick and tired of talking about but we'll see how it goes so um something else uh that we've it's kind of interesting to see that's kind of basically coming from the documentary that this conversation is coming up but there was the question lingering about who's doing what with the offense who's really calling the plays of course everybody knows that Jim Harbaugh has the last say but what is it getting is it starting with Harbaugh then uh the other offensive coaches giving input or is an offensive coach actually pl- making the play calls what it looks like here with the information that's coming out is that Pep Hamilton is going to be the offensive coordinator um, but at least running the offense. He is going to be making decisions. He is going to be running things. He's going to be working with the quarterbacks. And then uh, Warner and McIlwain will be working beneath him and, you know, following his lead as far as the calls being played for the offense. They're still working with their specific groups and everything like that, but it I don't know if maybe it was just from how it was described, but it seemed very off base, off key, off putting, off whatever you want to say. It was off last year with what was going on with the play calling. And so at this time, it looks like it is more structured. And well, obviously, since Pep Hamilton is now one of the people with the more, more experience with at Michigan on the offensive staff it kind of makes sense for him to be there anyways, but he was doing, doing part of that last year. So uh, I think that's exciting to see. It'll be interesting, that is for sure, um, but more hope and light at the end of the tunnel for the offensive side of the ball, as we've said. So so to go ahead and shift from the offense then to let's go ahead and move to some information about the special teams. This will come as no surprise, but... Donovan Peoples-Jones coming out as the leading punt returner for Michigan. And it was very exciting to see that last year. And I think it's going to be really exciting because I I believe that he's going to be able to focus on it more with Tariq Black uh, coming back for wide receiver. Not saying that uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to all diminish his wide receiver roles, but I think there was an added pressure. And I'm not sure if Craig said this or maybe it came up in conversation with uh, – someone that I was talking with, but Donovan Peoples-Jones kind of uh, 
um, maybe felt the pressure. He wasn't really fitting into that number one wide receiver role very well. I mean, I know there were plenty of, of other issues last year, but uh, maybe it was just the pressure. Maybe he needs more time, uh, opportunity to mature and grow uh, and get uh, better as a receiver. But he and Tariq Black really um, complemented each other. And so I think having them back together and having more options uh, with the wide receivers and uh, better things going on in the offense, I think that will work better for him. But then also I uh, kind of maybe help him focus a little bit more, help him concentrate and advance also in the punt return game, which they have been saying has uh, been turning out really well for them. Uh, so that's exciting to see. I, he's one of the players that I'm really looking forward to for 2018. Um, I, I wanted to mention this earlier, but I'm kind of going to be throwing it in here, uh, just because I, I forgot to bring it up earlier because it was something that we've discussed previously. Um, and I think I'm just going to kind of basically say what it says because we've already said that the, uh, the unique conversation, well, not conversation, I'm sorry, the unique situation with the the tweets that were sent out by uh, Mambose, uh, some of them pertaining, if not all of them pertaining to Coach Harbaugh and things with uh, football program and all that. There was more information that came out that uh, actually was kind of surprising because I didn't hear about it right away when it happened. I mean, when things happened and he sent out the original tweets, it seemed like everybody heard about it right away and it spread like wildfire. But then there was some stuff that came out a few days ago, actually, that he responded to. And so I didn't hear about it right away. So I don't know if anybody, uh, if there are some other people too that may not have heard about it. So I'm going to go ahead and read it here. And again, not really dive into it. It it seems kind of complex. And without knowing anything, it's hard to really uh, give a reaction to it and everything. But I'll put this information out here just so that at least people know uh, and have heard the information and are, I guess you would say, maybe as up-to-date as possible on it. Uh, but he sent out um, another message then later this week, and I'll read it here. It says, uh, I believe it's supposed to be, in the midst of everything going on in this country, this situation has been very hard on me mentally, physically, and emotionally. In November, I was kicked off the team at Michigan with no explanation why, with no timetable for return. With a family depending on me and the game I love being taken away, I constantly made efforts to get in contact with the university to talk about my role with the program. After numerous efforts, I was giving multiple people to contact and nobody returned my calls. I take full responsibility for the tweets I made regarding the safety of Coach Harbaugh which I apologize fully for, but being harassed by the university police and being told I'm mentally ill without proper evaluation is against my civil rights. At the end of the day, I want to play football. So that is what uh, what he shared, I believe. That is uh, everything. Uh, I believe it was uh, typed up in one note and then he tweeted it out there, so I, I hope I'm not missing anything there. But that is an update on that. So that sheds a little bit uh, more light, uh, but like I said, a very little bit. This is a much more complex, complicated situation than I believe that anybody can really go in and try to understand. So 
So those are kind of things uh, leading up until now. Uh, but to go ahead and look a little bit to the future, a very short period of time here into the future, let's go ahead and look at tonight very briefly uh, to talk about the NFL draft. And as people know, uh, Michigan has been doing very well with players drafted since Harbaugh has been there. And this uh, does not look like a year where there's going to be a huge number of Michigan Wolverine players uh, taken, but there are several that look, uh, uh, not to say guaranteed, but look like they're going to be um, drafted uh, before the the end of the event here this week. And so, of course, the name that uh, everybody recognizes is Mo Hurst uh, for the defensive tackle position. And like I said earlier, I still think that he is going to do well and go high in the draft. Maybe he'll drop a little bit, but I think there are some people that will not pass on him. Uh, so he is on the list uh, and should be picked up. Uh, s- several other players that have a good chance of getting picked up and everything is center Mason Cole. Uh, people are talking about uh, getting drafted in this year. And then the from the linebackers, Mike McCray. Um, and we saw him uh, progress with his years at Michigan. Uh, kind of going up and down and things like that. The linebacking group, uh, the linebacker group, very interesting because we've had some very good linebackers uh, coming through, and I uh, can't be any more excited about Devin Bush coming back again this year. So, and then uh, who used to be the touchdown machine, and very kind of curious and interesting about how his role portrayed in 2017, but here in um, the 2018 draft, uh, Khalid Hill at the fullback position is. Uh, is going into the draft and uh, has very good potential of getting picked up to be doing some interesting things in the NFL. Uh, he was always fun and entertaining to watch. Uh, 16 total touchdowns, 13 in the ground on the ground. It seemed like probably, I, I'd love to go back and look, but it seemed like 12 of those 13 came last year because he was just uh, pounding it on the ground and scoring what appeared to be like touchdown after touchdown. So those are some of the names that you'll be looking at uh, tonight if you're paying attention to, well, tonight and for the next couple of days for the NFL draft. Uh, I know a lot of people out there rooting for the Michigan Wolverines in that aspect, and then, of course, interested to see what happens with the Detroit Lions if they don't go ahead and screw it up again this year. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes, but... I realize that this is a shorter episode, but like I said, it's here. It's uh, for me right now. It's like 2 a.m. Uh, and so I'm uh, burning, burning the fuse at both ends and uh, getting this guy out here for you guys. So uh, we're working on a couple different things here, a couple interesting things for the off season. Uh, we've already done a few things. I don't know if you guys saw the the video that we did before, we provided the audio here on the podcast, but we're going to be doing some other things as well. Excited about the 2018 season and what we're going to be able to do and how we're going to be able to cover uh, Michigan football. And we will go ahead and uh, let you guys know when we know uh, when we confirm anything. Put in, a, put in some time behind the scenes, and it will be interesting, but... Uh, there will be more things such as the 
um, kind of mega cast that we did with uh, Rashawn Reeves and things like that. So things to be looking forward to. And uh, again, at any time, we always want to put this out there. If anybody has any recommendations or anything, um, if we get enough interest, I mean, we could do something where it's essentially a fan episode where it's fan reactions or fan predictions and things like that. Um, but we would need a, uh, a good backing by the listeners to be able to participate that to generate enough content uh, to pull together an episode for that. So uh, by all means, uh, let us know. We're always interested in what you guys think, and we always appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for uh, keeping with us. Uh, some of you guys are awesome and bringing in new people. Uh, things are always going well with this. It's always fun to talk Michigan football, and it's always fun spending time with you guys. We appreciate how awesome you are, and we hope that you have a great weekend. It is right here, right around the corner. Hope the rest of the week goes well. Hope the sun stays out and that you guys all have a fun and safe weekend. Uh, thank you for hanging out with uh, me, and Craig will be back with us. I know that maybe one or, two, one or two of you out there are sad about it, that you were missing Craig this week, but there can't be that many of you. Uh, but he'll be back, so I'll go ahead and finish things off here and go with Go Blue.